Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Tuesday morning. And uh, trust everybody slept well and uh, you are ready and raring for today. But uh, I don't know about you, but I had a hard time getting up this morning. Did not want to get up and I am exhausted this morning. I don't know why. Oh, <sighs> apologize. But um, I am just so tired. The last few days I've just been exhausted i want to do much of anything so i don't know what's going on i don't know if it's just um, pure laziness or just uh i'm getting older and i just my body is not uh regenerating like it once did or what but i've just uh been exhausted so but good morning anita but anyway hope everybody's doing good and uh uh i don't know what the temperature's supposed to do today but make sure you dress uh, warm good morning ed Make sure you dress warm and uh, ready and raring to go. So hard to believe that uh, we are right here on the verge of Christmas. It just don't seem possible that uh, here in just a few short weeks, uh, it just uh, it just blows my mind. And I just feel like it just we just literally had Christmas. I just I don't know. I just like you know it's so weird. That, you know when you were a kid. Uh, birthdays christmas it's like it'd take a forever to get there you know it take forever before we have any kind of uh school break and now it just seems like it's like boom you know it's just like we get through one we're right back at it again so just the strangest thing it really is but uh yeah of course then again with my birthday being in december it kind of merged with christmas anyway so good morning angel but it's always one of those deals. You either get your big present for Christmas or you get your big present for your birthday. So I kind of always feel like I got a little, little gypped, you know. But then it could be worse. You could be some people whose birthday is actually on Christmas. That would really suck because then, you know, you don't really have any distinction at all then. So, but it's, um, it is what it is. Well, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. And uh, if you have the ability to to stand and uh, to do this, that would be fantastic. All right, attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I don't know about you all, but uh, it seems like the older I get, is uh, uh, it's harder to uh, uh, sit, stand up, and to uh, bend over and pick something up. I don't know, maybe just me. But anyway, <laughs> just trying to stand just now. I, I was like, oh gosh, it just it uh, it's just uh, uh, it's I don't know. It just. Uh, uh, I feel like everything is creaking and uh, snapping and uh, popping. <laughs> so I don't know if y'all can relate or not. Uh, good morning, Verda. But uh, but I do praise God for at least we can do that Pledge of Allegiance. And uh, we do live in a wonderful and uh, beautiful country. Well, we're going to look at our passage this morning. We'll look at 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. 2 Corinthians 7, verse 10 says, uh, For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. All right. And as we Pappy always says, uh, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. And Miss, good morning, Miss Kelly. So 
You know, when we look at this passage here, a couple things we need to to address and look at. You know, one thing we need to look at is conviction. Now, uh, now conviction, you know, it's not just a matter of feeling bad about something you've done. It's not about just, uh, uh, well, I wish I'd have done that kind of situation. Being convicted uh, of your sins and what you've done, it's it's understanding and recognizing not only that we have kind of had a taste uh, of of God's uh, divine and beautiful, what is beautiful and pure and holy, and, and knowing that we have sinned against that, uh, and um, and also knowing that you know uh, we we understand uh, our e- eternal uh, resting place, if you will, uh, we understand uh, God's great love for us. And, I, and when we bring about that conviction of what we have done, we know that we have wronged God in many ways. I think it goes all the way back to Adam and Eve, who were convicted of their very sins, of eating of the fruit of good and evil, that uh, once they ate it, they partook, their eyes were opened, and they were convicted. They realized that they were uh, naked, and they tried to hide from God. And when God come to visit them, he said, well, he said, where are you at? He said, well, we're, we're hiding. He said, why are you hiding? He said, because we're naked. He said, who told you you were naked? You know, and uh, and I think that uh, spiritually speaking, that we are naked and exposed uh, to the fact that we understand that we have sinned against an almighty God. And, uh, you know, it is, uh, I've said before, you know, when we are convicted of our sins, uh, you know, the, we understand that need for forgiveness. And when you understand that need for forgiveness, you understand that need for repentance. And uh, when you come to understand that need for repentance, uh, that is another word for saying a, a changing of your mind. You recognize the wrong that you have done. And you recognize that you need to repent and ask for forgiveness. And for those who are in the world who come to know Jesus Christ our personal Lord and Savior, uh, that conviction of sins brings about repentance because you understand that your need for a Savior, you understand that what you were doing and how you were living, you recognize that and you know that it is wrong and you need to come and repent before God. But then your know, repentance is kind of like a two-sided coin. It, you know, it produces faith, which only comes from God. Faith and repentance comes together for uh, to understand uh, our need for salvation, our need for Jesus. And you know, when we, the bad thing of it is, you know, we have a world that um, instead of having conviction of sins. We have a world who justifies sins. And you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's so easy to do to justify your wrongdoings. It's so easy to say, oh, you know, somebody says, well, that's a lie. Oh, it's just a, just a little white lie. I didn't, wanna, uh, didn't want to uh, hurt that person or whatever it may be. You know, well, you're justifying a sin. You know, for men, you know, it is uh, uh, it's a tough, tough call because uh, you want to be honest. But if you're... A uh, significant other says, do these jeans make me look fat <laughs> or make my butt look big? You know, it's kind of like that Geico commercial where uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln and Mary Todd says, does this make me look fat? He goes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in reality, they said that Mary Todd was a very mean uh, witch of a woman. And I said, witch, okay. <laughs> a woman said she's very mean. And if that was in reality, she probably beat him half to death. So men, if you're, if uh, it, it is a, a slippery slope, 
because uh, if you, uh, you know, it is uh, the best thing you do is run. If a woman gets you in a position where she's asking you and something makes her look bad, just run. I mean, that's, that's your only option, really, uh, to save your life. But uh, because, you know, there's there, no matter what, how you respond, there's going to be a wrong answer. So just run. Don't even respond. But, uh, but we want to be truthful. Uh, we don't want to condone and we don't want to justify sin. And it's easy. It's easy to justify those sins. Instead of being convicted of, boy, I really messed up. I sinned against God. And we have those moments of true conviction of, well, you know, uh, I didn't really need to repent of, of uh, that thought or that word or that deed or whatever it may be. But it's so easy, though, uh, to... Um, well, I've said uh, kind of thing. I've asked you that yesterday. I I don't recall such such questions, but uh, but anyway, uh, is that um, it's so easy to say? Well, it's not as bad as this. It's not as bad as this person. What well, ain't like I killed somebody? You see what I'm saying? It's so easy uh, to to come about uh, that justification for your wrongdoing. Well, one day we're going to stand before an almighty God, and you're not going to be able to justify any sin. You're not going to be able to say, just like Adam tried to say, what well, was that wife you gave me? You know, that <laughs> didn't fly. You know, you ain't going to be able to say, well, it's because of my parents, or it's because of my spouse, or it's because of my friend, or it's because of uh, my boss. or it's you're, you're going to be standing right before God, and there is nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, and there's no way to justify our actions. Now, obviously, we cannot be perfect on this side of heaven. There's no, it's, it's an impossibility, uh, okay? I don't care if you're 99.9% .9 perfect. You, you're still not good enough to get into heaven. Uh, you're still a sinner. We are all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And so that's why we understand our need, our conviction of sins, our need for forgiveness, our need for repentance, because once we have understood the wonderful and beautiful things of God, we understand that need for a Savior. We understand that need for forgiveness because we don't want to offend an almighty God. And it's amazing how God can continue to forgive us each and every day. You know, uh, sometimes I wonder, as many times as I mess up, how can God continue to forgive me? But it goes back to God's grace and God's mercy that he does continue to forgive us and to love us and to never give up on us. And, you know, and that's another thing, too, when it comes to forgiveness. You know, we are quick to want forgiveness, but, boy, are we slow to give forgiveness to those who offend us. And that goes right back. Uh, to the very parable that Christ uh, talked about. Uh, here a man owed a large debt, a large sum of money. The king was going to throw him into jail, and he begged and asked and pleaded for forgiveness, uh, and the king forgave him of, of that debt that he owed. Well, as soon as he leaves, he sees a guy that owes him like 20 bucks, and he's grabbing the guy by the, the, the uh, shirt, and he said, where's my money? I want my money. And the guy's like, I don't have it, please. Can you just, you know, just give me some time, you know, help me. Now, instead, he throws him in jail. Well, the, uh, instead of having sharing the same forgiveness that he was received, he, he was being nasty. And the king's guard saw what happened. And uh, the king ended up throwing him in, in jail as well. That's just it, my friends. We are quick to want forgiveness, but we can't withhold forgiveness. We've got to be able to share that with others as well. We need to share that same grace, mercy, charity, and love that Christ expands upon us. See, we, we have to be that extension of God. We are, God is the head, we are the body, and we are that extension. We need to be able to share those things to those around us. So, you know, our main focal point this morning is conviction of sins 
and the need for repentance. And repentance is that change of mind, recognizing uh, that that wrongdoing, recognizing that we need to get right with God, recognizing that uh, that the, the what we have done has been an offense, recognizing that we have desecrated the beauty and the purity uh, of what God has shown us. And uh, but at the same time, we understand that forgiveness and that love. We've got to extend that to others as well. And uh, so be very careful about that. And it's easy. We all do it. It's so easy to, to justify those sins. You mess up. Well, it, you know, it, it's so easy to sit there and say, well, at least I'm not as bad as I once was, or at least I wasn't. And all that, that may be true. You know, there may be some truth in that. But it doesn't justify, it doesn't excuse what you have done. You know, and that's one thing. When I pray, when I go before God in prayer every day, I, I ask for forgiveness of sins, intentional unintentional and some sins I may not even be aware of. You know, I want to be humble before God and I understand and recognize that I am a sinner and that I mess up. You know, and I think that's one thing that's really hurt uh, Christianity uh, big time is the fact that uh, there's been a lot of pastors, a lot of Christians with this holier-than-thou attitude who acts like they do no wrong. You know, it's as if they're... Um, what they do in the bathroom doesn't smell, you know, it is, uh, you know what I'm talking about. We've all ran across individuals like it and, uh, and it has hurt Christianity because others out there feel like, well, I can't, no way I can live up to that kind of standard and, and, or it just turns people off in general. But we also look over here and John just reminded me, I meant to read this earlier. Uh, I think it's John 16, eight. Uh, let me get over here and see here. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, uh, and when he has come, he will approve the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So we see here that uh, the Holy Spirit is what convicts us of that wrongdoing. So, you know, there's none righteous, no, not one. We're all sinners. You know, just because I've been called to the pastor doesn't mean that uh, I'm immune to sin. I'm immune to uh, thoughts that shouldn't be in my head. I mean, you know, uh, I, we all mess up, you know. Uh, I'm just a sinner. Uh, saved by grace, just like the rest of you. It just happens to be called to preach the word, which, like I said, 99% of the time, I don't understand why God would want me anyway, <laughs> when there's people far smarter, far more articulate than I am. But for whatever reason, God has called, and I'm grateful for it, and uh, nothing makes me happier than to spread the gospel message. But, uh, but understand, uh, when you are convicted of something that you have said or done, and, uh, you know, be sure to repent and ask for that forgiveness. Understand that God is faithful just to forgive you, and we've got to let it go. Don't let the battle continue. Don't let the, the devil continue to berate you because when you're convicted of that sin, sometimes it's easy to go back and look at past sins and mistakes and feel even more overwhelmed with conviction and regret. And uh, we can't let the old devil uh, rob us of our joy. We understand that those sins in the past have been forgiven. They are nailed to the cross. Those sins past, present, and future have been nailed to the cross. So when we mess up and sin, it's not a surprise to God. We understand that God is going to forgive us. He's going to love us. And we have to strive that much uh, harder uh, to uh, to do better. Uh, so because we understand God's love for us. And uh, we that's why we feel that conviction. Because we don't want to, to hurt God. We don't want to hurt Jesus. Because we know what he, he done for us. But the fact of the matter is we are imperfect, and God recognizes that. Jesus is our advocate between us and the Father, and he talks to God on our behalf. It's not like he's trying to hold back a, a God that's vengeful and trying to come after us. He's saying, no, 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 it's not the case. But um, he loves us, and if God didn't love us, he wouldn't send his only son. So uh, understand that uh, when we repent, that's that change of mind. We understand that need for repentance, and we understand that need for a Savior. And for those who are saved, 
we understand and recognize that once we repent, we recognize that sin, and we've got to work harder and strive to do better in this uh, in our our Christian walk, uh, and uh, while we're tarry on this earth. And one day, hopefully, when this with this battle is over, we'll hear, "Well done, good and faithful servant." But let us pray. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. Uh, Lord, help us uh, each and every day to, even though we stumble, we mess up, when we fail, we come up short, uh, as uh, we understand that you still love us, you're still there for us, and you will not give up on us. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them say this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, God, and which will protect us this day. Lord, pray that you'll be with uh, this nation, that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before. People come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do pray for our sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. I know Kim and I put on Facebook, she's really having a lot of... Uh, pain in her feet because of the chemo and Lord I pray that you will take away this pain this discomfort and can bring her full to complete health uh, Lord I do pray that you'll continue to be with Wendy Lee and bring healing upon her and Roger Winters uh, Jane Kitchings and uh, Ron Thompson Lord uh, that you'll continue to bring healing upon him uh, Lord I, I know there's a lot of people who are battling uh, COVID my cousin Josh uh, is uh, having to battle this that you bring healing upon him and Lord, I pray that you be with all the prayer requests concerns that we receive daily. And I pray that you be with Ginger Hood and Troy and uh, Linda David Feathers. Uh, Lord, I uh, do pray that you be with our uh, brother in Christ, uh, Larry Knight and Dinah. And Lord, I just pray that you'll be with us this day to lead us, guide and protect us. And Lord, let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Hope everybody has a blessed and wonderful day today. And as always, if you want to share these devotions, you know, you can uh, tell your friends they can find me here at Dr. Young 77. Uh, they can also watch live. Got a new program set up where it's a whole lot easier to watch live now at our church website at flbconline.com. And as always, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. But you get to list all of our, the sermons and all these daily devotions as you're going out and about your day. Well, I hope everybody has a good day today, a blessed day, and a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.